Warning, the stories you're about to hear are detailed accounts of shenanigans, pranks, and some mistakes that are meant to replicate the sort of discussions that veterans have when they reunite over a cold beverage and do not depict the professional daily actions of the military at large. We hope to make you laugh, but not to disrespect our proud men and women in uniform. Listener discretion is advised. Camo Comedy, where we take a humorous look at the lighter side of military service. We got a big show for you today, but before we jump into it, if you like what we're doing here, give us a subscribe, give us a follow, whatever they call it on your podcasting platform, and while you're at it, give us a five-star rating, write us a review, as that makes us more relevant in the algorithm and boosts the overall visibility of the show, but word-of-mouth advertising is just oh so powerful, so if you tell some friends, I will love you forever. Okay, let's jump into the show. I am your host, Aaron Wolf. Joining me today is Call Sign Cheeks. Always a blast when you hear Cheeks. Thanks for coming back. You know I love you. Fuck me, though. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck me. You didn't, you know, even, get, you didn't even let me say thank you for being here. Fuck you. Yeah. And spread Cheeks, not hate. Spread Cheeks, not hate. So check this out, man. I got I, want, I got one of the greatest stories of all time for you. But I, I, I can't oversell this, but it's going to change your life. Okay. No, it won't. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> so... It's important to set the table here and understand what a contractor gate is when you're talking about a military base. So any number of ways that they can control traffic, sometimes bases will have one point of entries that that can handle trucks, cars, everything. They're just divided up into different lanes. Other times it's completely different gates. Uh, You have one gate that'll that'll handle like regular car and truck traffic and then another gate far away that'll control semis. It just kind of depends on the base. All right. So this takes place. At a contractor gate, okay, and they have on it what they know as a ramming vehicle. Was which all you really need to know about this is it's just an additional like block for the road. Okay. If any if anything happens and they just need to block off the road, emergency or something Puts like that, shit in the way. they got a heavy vehicle that they can just pull across the road. Boom, blocked. So. It's also important to note that there is one core guy that typically works at this contractor gate. We'll call him Benji. Benji sounds like a dick. Benji. He works the contractor lane, and apparently he is a bit of a dick, (laughs) right? So I don't know. Perfect. So Benji was out for the day, so they call in a couple other guys, and they say, hey, you just need to work the contractor lane for today. No big deal. So they do it. Don't think anything of it. It's, It's a fairly uneventful day. So they go home. Yeah. Right. Night shift, day shift. They come back. They're like, "Hey guys, we need you to go go see the the chief." No, oh, nobody ever wants to hear that. Like, oh fuck. Okay. So they go in there, sit down. Chief's like, "Ah, you better stand up for this, boys." Oh no. He's got a voice. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got a voice. <laughs> so, saying, "We just need to find out why you boys left that gate a mess." Oh no. These two guys are like. What are you talking about? Like we didn't, I'm assuming these guys are like lower enlisted. Yeah, lower enlisted guys, chief, oh, top of the food chain yep. in terms of enlisted guys. So they're saying nothing happened yesterday. Like we we came in, we worked the gate, nothing happened. Like what are you talking about? A mess? Like did we leave like a newspaper out or something like right. that? He's like, we need to know why you guys smeared Taco Bell all over that truck. What the fuck? Apparently somebody had just absolutely destroyed the interior of this truck. Oh with Taco Bells and then slammed a bean burrito down the gear shifter and it was winter (laughs) so all the shit froze solid so it was really difficult to clean up and this is the inside of the truck the inside of the truck no 
Well, so, you can't just run it through a car wash. No, and, and I'm sure it was a pain in the ass to clean. And yeah. understandably, the leadership is pissed about this because this is what you would call self-inflicted, yeah. right? Like this is a problem that didn't need to exist, but it exists and they have to actually dedicate time and attention and probably some money to fucking fix it, right? Yeah. So the chief is like, all right, boys. I'm going to give you five minutes to go outside and get your story straight. You come back in, tell me what happened yesterday. And the guys are like, listen, we, we don't need five minutes. Like we know that we didn't do anything. <laughs> and the chief's like, we got an eyeball witness that places you at Taco Bell yesterday on the day of the crime. A fucking eyeball witness. <laughs> Something like that. Fucked. Yes. And so they're like, ah, oh, we're going to, we're just going to get fucked for this. Cause a lot of times what happens in the military is even if it looks like you did something, yeah. It's your fault. Fact. Right? So No sympathy for anything. These guys are looking at each other and saying, like, we know we didn't do anything, but, like, is there any way to freaking prove this? Right. Right? So there's no way to prove it. Now, this chief, at least he had he had the foresight to, to realize, like, okay, we've had a day shift, we've had a night shift, mm -hmm. and these guys are back. Yeah. So it could have been our night shift guys. Right. So they found out, like, who was working. They kind of questioned some people. They brought one guy in particular, and they said, you know, we just need to know what happened last night. And this one guy in particular is like, nothing happened, you know? And so they're like, okay, wasn't you. These guys obviously were stationed there that day. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's more likely that they did it. They're going to be the ones holding the bag. Fucking night shifters. <laughs> Fucking night shifters. Savages. Right? So throughout the course of the next day, this guy is bragging about how he did it and how he doesn't like the guy that works oh, no. the gate typically. So he was having like a petty revenge and getting back at him. So he gets called into the chief's office, right? These other two guys, they've been set on their way and they're figuring out what they're going to do with him. But in the, in the course of that, this other guy that works night shift gets called back in. He's like, listen, I'm dragging these two young airmen over the coals over here because you didn't tell me that you did it. And he looks at him and he's like, well, chief, you didn't ask me if I did it. You oh, just asked me what happened last what night. What a bitch. Right? <laughs> so he was being very technical. One might even say that he was fucking lying. Yeah. But eventually he comes clean. And then they had to get another senior enlisted guy, pull these two in and say, hey, we're not going to get into a lot of details, but we figured out somebody else is responsible for this so you guys are off the hook thank god because yeah. how many times does it happen that you're just going to take the rap oh yeah for somebody else's bullshit yeah you know what i mean but i i imagine this guy coming in finding frozen taco bell just smeared all over in a frozen bean burrito yeah. down the gear shifter how amazing is that oh it's amazing yeah catching heat for other people's bullshit man yeah a lot of fat guys like Taco Bell, don't they? Oh, fat guys. Okay, so I got one for you. This is a basic training story. We, yeah, this, Basic training stories are the best. They are hands down my favorite. Hands yes. down my favorite. So this is actually one of my stories. So I'm down at Fort Benning, Georgia. I was in the Army Infantry and drill sergeants down. This is before females were allowed in the military or before, sorry, before females were allowed in the infantry. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So our drill sergeants were allowed to say and do essentially whatever the fuck they wanted. Right. Okay. And when I went through is still the, the times of like, we put hands on people. Yeah. Drill sergeants. Okay. <laughs> so this is uh, in our little reception area before we actually go to our, our drill sergeant unit. Okay. Yeah. So, we're all like giddy, hee hee, ha ha. We're not soldiers yet, right? We're just fuck sticks in uniforms. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're standing in this gaggle fuck of a formation. We're not really in any ranks of any kind. And right. 
I don't know, 250 meters out. The drill sergeant's walking by, and he stops dead in his tracks. His head snaps to the left. Boom. Looks right at us. We're like, hey, guys, shut the fuck up. Hey guys, shut shut up. Everybody shut up. Shut the fuck up. We snapped a parade to rest. We, you know, we freeze. We're like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? This dude makes a beeline straight for us. There's like 150 of us here in this fucked up formation, oh, no. right? He makes a beeline for us, stops at the front of the formation, calls us all to attention, starts walking up and down the ranks, okay? And it's just the heel stepping, right? Bam, God. bam. You can hear him walking, and it's super intimidating, head and eye straight forward. This drill sergeant like walks right by me and stops. He's standing right in front of the dude to my left. Okay. Drill sergeant makes a left face. His brown round is right there at this dude's hat. Like okay. right there, right? You, you know how oh. they talk and it like pokes you in the head and they yep. spit on you and shit? It's right there. And they okay? do that shit on purpose too, oh, don't they? Oh, for sure. Intimidation. Yes. And this is just in the corner of my, my eye right here, my periffs, okay? <laughs> my periffs. In my periffs. All right. This drill sergeant looks this soldier up and down. Oh, no. What's under your shirt, Private? Drill Sergeant, nothing, Drill Sergeant? Private, what the fuck is under your shirt? (laughs) Drill drill Sergeant, there's nothing under my shirt, Drill Sergeant. Bullshit, Private. I'm going to ask you one more fucking time. What is under your shirt? Yeah. Uh, My my stomach holy shit did you eat your family oh no 150 people just erupt in laughter at this poor fat bastard who didn't meet any of the pt standards at all oh god yeah sucks to be that guy (laughs) that poor fellow man oh did he he, uh do a good job yeah yeah so he did until the last pt test which he still failed and then lied about it and got kicked out (laughs) come on dude what the fuck man yeah couldn't make it (sighs) so all right, you ready for my next story? Yeah. All right, so this one is an Air Force story, and it takes place in Afghanistan, right? And it's a uh, QRF team, or Quick Reaction Force, mm-hmm. and they're pulling base security, okay. right? So, and all, all this takes place in an up-armored uh, vehicle, and it's in the middle of an attack on the base. So you got a rocket attack, you got incoming mortars, things of that nature, and they're being directed over to where they assume that they're taking fire from, if that makes any okay. sense. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. So, the truck commander... It is uh, the guy in the front passenger seat. It's not his first rodeo. He's been on multiple deployments. The driver, he's fairly new. It's his first deployment. You know, they've only been in country for a couple of days. And then the guy in the back... You know, it's not his first rodeo either. Um, So I imagine this is the the driver's, like, first react to contact of some kind yes so the <laughs> truck commander's like hey um you know we're we're getting directed over here start going off in this direction right so he's driving and then the truck commander realizes that they're going 10 miles per hour <laughs> during a rocket attack <laughs> yes and he looks over he's like hey man uh we're in the middle of an attack here uh go faster and the the truck driver goes well 10 10 miles per hour is the posted speed limit he's like <laughs> bombs are are coming from the sky go fucking faster right so the truck driver kicks it up to 15 miles per hour right (laughs) right and uh speed demon so the the truck commander is like okay hey uh, look man uh, good job but like bombs are coming out of the sky right now go fucking faster right and so then he kicks it up to 55 miles an there hour, we right? go and yeah. they are they're going full-on assault where they assume that they're taking uh, action driving from. with a purpose now exactly so they're asking the guy in the back who's supposed to be running their thermal system and all that like hey you know what are we looking at and he's just like uh yeah you guys are good keep going straight and off in the distance they see this red light 
And they're like, what the fuck is this red light? We can't really make, you know, heads or tails out of it. This is at nighttime, so everything's blacked out. Oh, they yeah. can't really see. Red light's starting to get a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. The more senior guy, the truck commander, is like, hey, go right. Go right. Turn right. Right now. Right now. Right, you know? It takes them a little bit. Finally, they turn at the last minute, and all of a sudden, they hear like, boom, 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 boom. Something that sounds almost like skipping blades of a helicopter off the front end of their freaking up-armored truck, right? And... What it turns out was during the chaos of this attack on the base, uh, one of the Afghani pilots who was uh, piloting that helicopter just abandoned ship and just ran off to a bunker or something like that and left it running right there. And that was the dome light. The red light was the dome light. So had they not moved... Yeah. That could have been a really bad situation. Uh, I imagine going- Close enough call as it was. Yeah. But uh, it turns out the guy in the back wasn't as senior at running these uh, thermals as oh. they had originally thought. So, like, <laughs> I don't know if he knew what he was looking at or, you know, if there was a, a blackout or, or, or some kind of- if they were even on. <laughs> right. If they were even on. But, yeah, they- you should be able to see a Black Hawk helicopter yeah. with some thermals. I, That's for damn sure. I imagine going 55 miles an hour, just haul assing down like a taxiway, and then having to swerve last uh, minute. Yeah, those things are heavy as fuck. Yeah. That would be like they're not nimble. No, I not at the all. Tilt meter is probably maxed out. <laughs> On that truck. One could one could assume for sure, oh, man. But man. Oh. going the speed limit under an attack, somebody's got to admire that hey, attention the rules, to detail. Man. Follow like, the rules. Yeah, we're not we're not going to be dangerous here during the assault on the base. <laughs> Too funny. But yeah, that's fun. That's like uh, the the funniest people I think I've ever met in the military. Probably supply folks. Sure, the guys that are in there and uh, handling all the millions and millions of stuff. Like it just. <laughs> They're always characters. Sure. All right. This story comes from somebody who was going in, meeting up one of the supply sergeants. And as he walks in, this is during like the COVID time and okay. the pandemic. Everybody's wearing masks and stuff, right? Right, right. right. <clears throat> well, he walks in and this supply sergeant is knuckle deep in his anus, okay? Okay. Back is arched on his tippy tiptoes like a ballerina right? right walking around i don't know what this guy was trying to do but the way it was described is that this dude is just digging and digging and digging on his tiptoes on his tiptoes okay, so fingers he's his 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 hand is in his pants in his pants or yes. outside of the no, pants. no 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 this is in his, inside in his the pants, pants yes back arched on his tiptoes correct he was he's fucking getting in there in there pulling something out of his large intestine oh my god okay as soon as <laughs> as soon as this guy's done pulls his hand out immediately hand goes straight to the mask right oh where his God. nose and mouth is and he adjusts it adjusts it right oh he i i it, bet you he sniffed it that too. was on purpose there was y'all oh, for sure <laughs> this guy has got some issues <laughs> uh, he didn't even care that anybody was watching he's no, like fuck it man no. like, i gotta take care of some business here we go that was i think the the most disturbing part of the story is that it wasn't like you turn the corner and you see this happen and dude is right there behind the counter just fingering and <laughs> inside of his pants into his yeah. in his colon and then adjust his mask all right what can i help you with <laughs> hey what's going on hey. man we're all about health and safety here yeah man. let me go touch all your stuff now poop fingers My that poop i'm gonna fingers. go get. like i wonder if that guy was like hey could you could you go wash your hands man this is fucking disgusting you're getting ready to issue me some stuff <laughs> yeah here let me put my fingers on your gas mask <laughs> Ew, that's nasty Thanks. not everybody is that nasty always the penis Hey, 
Thanks for checking out the Camo Comedy Show podcast. If you like what we're doing here and you want to participate in this community, there are many different ways that you can contribute. First and foremost, tell somebody about the show. Word of mouth advertising is very powerful, and we really appreciate you for helping us out. If you have any funny military stories of your own or know somebody who does, with their permission, of course, you can contribute those stories via email at stories at camocomedy.com. That's stories, S-T-O-R-I-E-S, at C-A-M-M-O-C-O-M-E-D-Y dot com. Or if you're not too good at the internet, drop us a voicemail at area code 531-222-6146. That's area code 531-222-6146. Four, six. That's right. We're giving away our phone number. We want funny military stories from all eras. So if you're not from a generation that's heavily online, we don't want there to be a barrier for participation. We have a lot of big plans for this show and building this community to support veterans. We will announce here soon. So stay tuned. All right. I'm going to go have a nice spicy bullet chili. Later. Later.